Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker and Dr. Betty Hooley has been nominated for an Animal Game Changer Award. And we are so thankful that Dr. Hooley is here with us so that we can learn more about what she's doing to help the pets in her area and how she got those got there. So Dr. Hooley, congratulations on your nomination. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you for joining us. <clears throat> it's a pleasure. It definitely is. So for people that aren't familiar with you, if you could walk us through a little bit about um, who you are and the type of medicine you practice and where you practice and how you got there, that would be great. Well, um, I am a recently retired um, small animal and exotic um, practitioner in Montrose, Colorado. I grew up in an era in which high school girls were required to wear dresses and expected to take mm -hmm. home ec, not allowed to take shop in agriculture. Um, our career path was really funneled into homemaking and teaching and nursing and and yet I knew at a very early age that veterinary medicine is what I wanted to do. So um, it, at the time that I was looking at that school, there was a requirement that you had to have had at least a year of agriculture classes. Um, however, they were not open to girls at that time. So I had mm. to um, petition to be allowed to take ag classes. And, and was the first girl in my high school to complete ag courses. And so I went to CSU um, and I graduated in um, 1974. And at that time in my class, there were two women. Mm -hmm. um, and when I started vet school, because mixed practice was what I was used to, I, I declared, I will never practice strictly small animal medicine. I will never practice by myself. I will never come back to my hometown. <laughs> and so within two years, <laughs> I had opened my own solo practice in my hometown doing strictly small animals. So <laughs> it was um, a valuable lesson in avoiding that word and um, absolutes in general. And at the time I opened my practice, um, I was the only female veterinarian on the Western half of Colorado. And to put that in perspective, that's approximately 38,000 square miles. So <laughs> the, the first half of my professional career, I practiced conventional medicine. Um, 
And I just got increasingly frustrated with not being able to get to the root of the problem. I kept treating the same symptoms again and again without ever feeling like we got to healing. Um, and then I discovered the American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association. And <laughs> everyone who, who belongs to that organization, I think, feels the same way. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you 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 found a you found you found a home of professionals that that's the word you. everybody uses. You know that you come home to um, not only a welcoming group of people, but it just opened my eyes to so many more possibilities out there. Um, to um, um, just different ways of approaching disease yeah. and prevention and health in general. So for the last half of my career, um, I worked at integrative medicine um, and just kept adding different modalities to my toolbox. So first of all, you are a, a role model for veterinary medicine for lots of reasons, but Betty, the, the obstacles that you had as a young female egg student and then a young <laughs> female veterinarian um, had to be, uh, you, you literally paved the way for the difficulties and the, what you had to go through that uphill battle to become a veterinarian when you did is amazing and inspiring. Dr. Hooley, do you see parallels between the uphill battle in 1974, when you wanted to do this and really no, no females were doing this and when you then realized midway through your career that your toolbox wasn't as diversified, you didn't have the resources or the tools you wanted to be able to effectively treat the patients in a way that you felt comfortable. So you kept looking for other modalities and integrative medicine is also, I don't want to say it's an uphill battle, but we our conventional colleagues and maybe people who don't understand or veterinarians who weren't, who weren't, exposed to integrative medicine in vet school, they're confused and they don't understand it. A little bit like mm -hmm. females in the veterinary workspace 40 years ago. Can, can you, can you, do you see, are you, it feels to me like maybe you've spent <laughs> your entire life and career working out, I don't want to say problems, but working on obstacles and yet you're thriving and you're successful and you've done it and you are, you've had a very successful um, uh, fulfilling career, walking uphill most of the way. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you just get used to being the odd man out. And um, I think for me, it was easier just to ignore it um, and go about doing what I really wanted to do. And, uh, you know, that was one of the nice things about being a strictly small animal or a solo practitioner is that I could decide what I wanted to do, and um, yeah. and I never went into veterinary medicine planning on making a million dollars. So, you know, I could practice 
from my heart and not necessarily according to the male um, role model of business and veterinary medicine. Um, And what's been so rewarding is how many clients really, really want holistic medicine. Yes. Your, that tidbit, that morsel that you just dropped um, is really, um, I was going to say, do you have any words of wisdom, but you, you just dropped a morsel, which is you kind of tuned out, you tuned out criticism or comments or opinions. You, would you say that, 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 what a fantastic way to focus on your passion and not necessarily let the outside comments and criticisms and thoughts or stereotypes impinge on your ability to do what you wanted to do. Um, Would you say, uh, would you say that you have, what are some, can you think of any other words of wisdom for people that, (laughs) that, that maybe Betty are, I think about our integrative colleagues who are struggling right now because they're very aware that other colleagues maybe that they don't necessarily have the relationship they want with our professional colleagues because there's just a difference in opinion on how to approach medicine. And yet those differences don't have to be a downfall. We can celebrate and embrace our differences and just keep going forward with the modalities that best resonate with us, you know? Yes, yes. And and I think it's a kind of a more, you know, I don't want to get into this as a big gender thing, but I think women in general don't have to be, um, as competitive and, and always right. You know, we just go about what we have to do, you know? And, and um, I would really wish that I had had more collegiality with my um, veterinary colleagues in, in, in our area. Um, And it's not that I had any ill will towards them. It's just that um, there's just, such a disconnect that all you can do. And, and, you know, I mean, think about it. I can't treat every animal in Montrose. I can just treat the ones who want to come to me. And um, as long as I am careful to be absolutely full of integrity in everything I do and able to document it, you know, I don't worry about anybody coming after me, you know I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And you also, you've been able to carve out a niche uh, and yes. just kind of doing what you're doing and it really enjoying and having a fulfilling practice being very different from the people around you, which is beautiful and, and wonderful. Betty, when you, when you were about halfway through your career and you realized, gosh, I, I, wish, I, I wish I had more tools available to me. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, um, uh, an integrative mentor or did you just start diving into the research? How were you introduced to this concept that there was more than what you learned at CSU when it came to medicine? Well, I had been getting flyers in mail every once in a while about a course in this or that. And for some reason, um, I got a flyer for the, for the AHVMA meeting and I went to that meeting and I was just blown away. I mean, there was a bunch of people who were so incredibly intelligent, you know, and, and, you know, you get this idea from conventional vets that we're kind of all flaky 
you know, airy fairy type people. And I mean, they were talking, you know, biochemistry that I hadn't thought about in years. Um, and it was just so exciting. Um, and through the AHVMA, they, you know, I took um, Karen's homeopathy classes. And then I took the homotoxicology um, seminars for years. Um, I, you know, I keep going to seminars on Chinese medicine and, um, you know, took the ozone class. And it's all, I think, through the foundation of the, the AHVMA that all those different classes are available. Yeah. I also think it's a reflection of you, you, your desire to want to keep learning throughout your career, your desire to want to add more tools to your toolbox, of course, made you a skilled practitioner, but it offered so many other options to your patients. And so part of that is, I think, kind of the seed of our personality, whether we're a perpetual learner, or whether, you know, if we're open to learning not just new modalities, but thinking about medicine in a different way beyond what we learned in vet school. It takes a mind shift and an open mind to be able to, to embrace some of these modalities. But, but you've done that. And you, how many years did you practice, Betty, before you retired? 46. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, you are a seasoned champion veteran of veterinary medicine, integrative medicine, role model for young female vet students. If you could share, Betty, one thing, if you could think about um, one thing that you would want the world to know, what would it be? Oh, you know, I, I'm one of those and people, not or people. <laughs> so it's really hard for me to think of just one thing, but um, I would say you got to get rid of the absolutes, you know, that, that there is no one best diet. There's no one best modality. There's no one best veterinarian. There's no one best anything. You have to work with the individual at the moment and be open to other options. Um, and I think life's imperative is for change and diversity. So um, we, if we don't, change we stagnate and we die if we don't have diversity we weaken um and those those concepts are true whether we're talking about veterinary medicine or whether we're talking about life in general um but i think in the end we we need to have more love and empathy um you know the the saying more play and less bark more sun baths and less anxiety you know life is good and sometimes that's hard to remember with what's been going on the last six months. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Those are fantastic words of wisdom. And Betty, you've lived through enough life, not just as a veterinary professional, but in, in your career, but you, you've lived through enough life to come up with some really good suggestions on some common sense viewpoints that should provide some peace and and ability for us to take a deep breath. Um, and I think sometimes looking to people that have gone before us and have worked hard in the trenches, they come out in retirement with incredible amounts of wisdom that they willingly and lovingly share with the rest of us, including the information you just gave. So I appreciate 
your hard work throughout your career. And I appreciate your open-mindedness in continuing to learn and apply um, everything that you've learned in veterinary medicine to life. It is, it's an inspiration for everyone around you. And you were nominated by many people in your area, which I think is a beautiful <laughs> testament. Yeah, a beautiful mm -hmm. testament to all the lives that you've touched. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I definitely really good. feel honored. Yeah, it's really good, Betty.